Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. And you're listening to Scoopy Radio with Brandon Robinson. Scoopy Radio. All right, tell me about Work in Progress. All right, so Work in Progress is it's my latest project coming out Friday, August 23rd. It's a bit of a creative experiment. Um, it's a podcast mixtape hybrid. And uh, these songs were sitting around on my hard drive for years, some of them for years. Uh, either because I was too insecure to release them or they never got finished or they never made it to a certain project, but I still thought they were good songs. Or sometimes they were just SoundCloud releases and I wanted to get them you know, onto DSPs. And so I coupled with them with a podcast that talks about the creative process. Um, you know, And then we just deep dive in it. And I, you know, That's kind of where I'm at these days. I barely listen to music. I'll be listening to podcasts more than anything. Um, and that's always the thing that's inspired me growing up is like the behind the scenes with an artist. Uh, I always love to watch VH1 behind the music and behind the music video. And that's always been a, a like a calling card for me and my fans is I take them behind and show them how I did it. So that's what this is. Um, and that's why it's called work in progress. Cause these were literal works in progress. Um, the artwork that we rolled out, every single that we rolled out was a piece of art that was built on like, on the next release. So like the cover progression, we've been literally rolling out the progression of the album cover that's been painted. And so you get like the sketch on the first one and then a little more developed on the second and third and fourth. So it all comes together um, now. It's a really cool concept. No, one, I don't think anyone's ever done it before. And it was a good excuse to give my fans some music that's just been sitting here. Um, and it's bought me a little more time to get back in the lab and, you know, keep cooking. I'm a believer. You're a believer. Um, I take it back to, I went to undergrad uh, right outside of Philadelphia. So I take it back to the cross movement, human emergency. Oh, boy. <laughs> Holy smokes. This guy just gave me the deepest deep cut. Did I really? Holy cow. Who even knows about that? The light of Christ is the blaze of one. It's a fight to live right in this major son. Yo, that's not a quote I'll ever hear doing an interview. Someone just like, yeah, you know, this 
this album? Like, what? Listen, I'll never forget when they said... Well, if you were in Philly, you were in the center of it, so... Yes, and they said, we'll make it free like Net Zero. I'll never forget that line. That also is showing your age right there. Net Zero. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> they don't know about dial-up with the disc. No. No. Who were some of your, your holy hip-hop influences? I did. I love Cross Movement, who you just mentioned. I love them. You know, there was a time, like, I became a Christian, and then it was like, I was, I was like, at uh, at odds, because I grew up loving sneakers and hip-hop and all that stuff, and I was like, oh, no, am I allowed to <laughs> listen to, you know, DMX and everything else and still try to follow Jesus, you know? So it was, like, a weird time, and there were guys like Cross Movement and The Truth uh, who were out. And it was, like, a great alternative for me to, like, have positive music. Are you considered a Christian rapper? I'm looking at these talking points. I had to throw in the the, the, the cross-movement stuff because that changed the whole vibe of our conversation. But ah. you... <laughs> I mean, I went to Eastern University. I don't know if you're familiar with that school. Oh, yeah. I think I've done a show there. Really? Yeah, at some point, I think. Right down the street from Villanova. Probably. Yep. Do you consider yourself a Christian rapper? That's a funny funny one because um, I think that's that's what most people know me by. That's what most people call me. I don't go around waving the title around like everyone needs to know, like waving that banner. Um, I am a Christian and I'm a hip-hop artist. Um, I just think the... uh, a lot of times I don't like lead with that because a lot of times it just turns people who uh, would be potential fans off because they just don't give the music a chance. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and I also think when you listen to the music, it's not what you think when you would think, you know, spit a 16, John 316, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's none of, it's none of that. So uh, it's a weird question. Um I don't, like, I don't actively call myself that, but that's what most people call me, and that's what they understand me to be as, and, you know, you can't really, you can't really stop that. I was actually, I was watching a, um, an interesting uh, uh, interview with Rhapsody on The Breakfast Club today, mm-hmm. from yesterday, and she was like, she gets called a conscious rapper, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like, yo, every time I get called that, people think I'm in the club lighting incense. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's the same dilemma, man. It's like, you get called something because people like to put people in boxes to help understand them. And then they're like, ah, that's not for me. And they don't even really give it a chance. Um, so I'm, I'm sure she doesn't walk around calling herself a conscious rapper. But, you know, that's kind of the box that people put her in. Yeah, I think those boxes have kind of been created um, consciously and subconsciously. When you talk about Philly, uh, for example, I just remember that neo soul movement. Like you had, you had, um, you had. I haven't had my my evening coffee yet. You you had um, music soul child. You had even other yeah. guys like um, what's the guy? Don't you forget it? You have all those guys that were just in that. Wear guest jeans, button your your, your collar up all all the way, and, and ah. talk. Yeah, you you had flowetry, you had all those different people, and so I think that when I feel like when Alicia Keys came along, 
she broke so many boxes. She was a rapper who could play That's the right. piano, who could also sing. Right. I think you're seeing that even with 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 um with hip hop. I think hip hop. One of the evolutions of hip hop is the fact that you're able to just evolve over time. Nothing stays the same. That's right. So when you said about the incense, I happen to love incense, but I also like DMX too. How about you? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So it's weird because it's a double-edged sword because in one sense that, that um, title, like whatever title you get will attract the people who want that. Um, you know, like it's, it's easy marketing. It's like you put that in front and it's like, there it is. But you got to be able to take... Uh, both things that come along with it. You feel me? Sure. The good and the bad. So that's the that's the thing about uh, I think um, what they call titles. I think it's also just weird to. I think it's kind of weird to label people by their gender or their race or their eth- like ethnicity or their religion first, right? Mm-hmm. It's weird to be like, oh, he's a white basketball player, or he's a gay doctor, or you know what I'm saying? Like he's a Muslim dentist. It's it's just strange to do that. But I think that's what we do when someone is a bit of an anomaly in a field. We hit them with that label as if to say like they're other. And that's why I just kind of think it's a strange thing to do um, in general. You know what I mean? Let me ask you a question. Can Christian rappers curse? If they want to. <laughs> Can you expand on that more? Uh, yeah. See, this is where the conversation is so weird. Because here's like, right? Think about this. Christianity has been packaged to be sold in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. which is super strange. Like, there are literally Christian bookstores who say, you know, if you come in this store. We're going to give you, quote, unquote, Christian content. Now you have to define what Christian content is, right? Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. What we call, quote, unquote, Christian content is just man-made ideas. Because when you look at the Bible, you got Paul, the apostle, saying, like, everything is bullshit compared to, to Christ, right? Like, he literally is using these words. But in our modern translations, we edit them out so that he doesn't, quote, unquote, curse or swear. Mm-hmm. Um, and some could say that the, 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 they would measure the Old Testament doctrine versus the New Testament doctrine and then say in the vernacular. But you're also interpreting it based on how we perceive it, not how the, not how the apostles wrote it or the people yeah. who wrote the Bible wrote it back right. then. Right. Yeah. And so it's like... Uh, that's what I'm saying is a lot of these standards that we have for like what is or is not like what makes a Christian song. Right. That's an interesting question. Like you actually, if you really want to get into it, you got to ask that. It's like, Oh, if you say Jesus, then is it a Christian song? So that means any person who's not a Christian who just wants to make money off Christians could jump in and just be like, Jesus is great. Jesus is great. Make a song, put it out, make mad money off people. And they'd be like, yeah, he's a Christian. He said Jesus in his song, but he's, you don't know that. Right. Or on the reverse side of it, what if you made a song that respected people, that honored women, that demonstrated love, 
and it had all these Christian principles and ideals in it, but didn't say explicitly Jesus or didn't say that this is a Christian song, whatever. Is it a Christian song? In nature, I would say yes. Right. Right. That's more exemplarily Christian than the guy who who had the motive of just leeching people for money just by saying Jesus. So it's a strange thing to to create an industry that says this is quote unquote Christian content. Like uh like the Bible talks about sex. Uh there's there's parts in the Bible where people get beheaded, get their freaking domes chopped off, and they gotta edit that out of Christian bookstores because it's not for all ages. People say something's Christian that it's quote unquote for all ages. It's not right. right. Yeah, so, this is this is why how how sticky and how layered the combo is like. Like, oh man, you're dealing with a big culture. You're dealing with a culture, and so you got to decide whether or not you want to play the game. So, if, can Christians swear, or, or Christian artists swear, whatever? Like, depends on what your conviction and your thought process is on this. That's valid. That's valid. Um, couple more questions, Steph Curry. Um. He likes your music. How did you guys connect? We connected in 2011. He came out to a concert. I actually just found the picture the other day. It was me, him, and Andre Ward. Mm -hmm. We did a show in the Bay at the Regent Ballroom or whatever. We sold it out. And he was just a fan, a supporter, and came through and hung out backstage with us after. And then... um, yeah, I think he's just kind of tracked with us throughout the years. And then, uh, you know, he comes out to the shows and always shows love. And Yeah, he's used a lot of our music and his stuff. He used my music in um, a record I did called Coming In Hot. He just did a thing on Bleacher Report where he said it's like his life song. <laughs> and I was like, that's tight. Uh, he used it in his documentary, the uh, Facebook documentary. So it was playing during the finals all the time. Um. Yeah, but that was it. It was kind of just organic. What do you make of him this season? Do you think that this season will be different than any other seasons for him and the Warriors? The upcoming season? Yes. Uh, I think it's going to depend on all the pieces that they keep or or they get rid of. You know what I mean? But he's uh what he's thirty one, you know, so he's like getting into more of like the mature game where it's not going to be all just physically driven but it's going to be a lot more his wisdom and his vision and all that stuff on the court and he can shoot forever um so i think it's about the team that they keep around him or that they get rid of you know who knows what they're gonna do um but i think every season is gonna be is different man it's got its own set of challenges they're coming off a devastating loss in the finals and you know that's got to make their team consider, you know, switching some things up. But the other part of it is there was a lot of injured people last year. So if they get a fully healthy team and keep it running, I still think they're one of the best in the league, no question. When I look at Steph Curry and I look at the Warriors at large, um, I think that they have a Steph Curry that's going to have to kind of be, I don't know, in a different role. You lose KD, you've got – um, Clay Thompson, who may be out for the season. You have Draymond, but you've lost Kevin Durant, but you also add uh, D'Angelo Russell. How do you think he'll mesh with D'Angelo Russell? Who knows, man? 
honestly, you got to just wait and see. Um, I think he's a, they're both, I think they're both humble dudes and, and play, uh, play good team ball and they're not competing for the same position. You know what I'm saying? So I think, I think it'll work out. Uh, but who knows, man, you always see these combos and you're like, Oh, it's a killer. And they get on the floor and it's like, these guys hate each other. <laughs> Off court dynamics, you know, things don't work. But um, I think Steph is a smart dude. I think he's a good leader, and I think he's, you know, I don't think he got an ego like that where he's not going to figure out ways to, to work with Buddy. You know what I'm saying? No, that's fair. Tell me what it was like or what it's like going on tour with Lecrae for the Unashamed Forever Tour. Oh, that's fun, man. That's family. So it's like you go on tour with your friends. I mean – basically get to hang out for two months. <laughs> yeah, you know uh good dude. Um that's like big bro for me. So going on it was a breeze. And then our fans are just incredible. So we go out and they come out and show mad love. You know, they always support us and it's it's dope to know that the stuff that we're making um and creating and putting into the world like affects people in a deeply you know becomes the soundtrack of people's lives so you get to see them face to face every time you go out on those on the shame tours and great man um who in the hip-hop world at large like i look at kanye west kanye uh-huh. was able to do that thing with kirk franklin and chance the rapper and kind of mesh all of those different things together for you, if you had the chance to pick three people to work with, not even just in hip hop in general, um, who would they be and why? The people who I'd want to work with? Yeah, that you haven't yet. Man, uh, so many incredible people. Uh, there's producers that I've always wanted to work with. Scoop um, Radio. You know, like iconic producers I'd love to get in the studio with. That's its whole own category. Um, but then rappers, um, rappers, I'd love to get in with J. Cole, uh, just cause he's a, seems like he has a lot of thoughtful and spiritual themes in his music, you know, Tim and Kendrick, they seem to have a very similar thing. I'd love to hang with them, see their creative process and create music with them. Um, Kanye's another one, you know, he's just made incredible music for a long time, um, should be cool to get in. Uh, you just mentioned him, Chance. Be cool to cook up with him. Um, who else? I think there's like legendary producers I'd like I'd love to get into, uh, get in with as well. Um, you know, like the Timberlands of the world, mm-hmm. like guys I grew up just like innovators. Um. Who's the dude who did all the stuff for Black Street back in the day? Like, Teddy Riley. Teddy Riley. God. Yes. I'd love to get <laughs> in with Teddy Riley, man. He's like the soundtrack of my childhood. <laughs> I spoke to, um, can't think of who it was, but I think it was um, someone from Bell Biv and DeVoe, and they told me that they recorded legendary tracks 
and Teddy Riley's apartment in the projects that went like that. So like you think about it, you making hit tracks in the projects in Harlem. How cool is that? And I, (laughs) I'm telling you, that's great. He's an icon, bro. I just there's some people who just their their chord selection and their like just their taste is just like I'd sit in with him and he'd be like, "Do you like this?" I'd be like, "Yes, just do it." Mm-hmm. Everything you do, I like. You know, I, those are the kind of guys I want to get around more often to create with. I wish yeah. I had a cooler answer for you too for rappers. I'm just like, oh, you just mentioned some great ones. <laughs> Like all the ones on top. I wish I had like a super in the cut guy you never heard of. Like, ooh, good answer. So like I just gave you the most stereotypical. Everyone who's big right now. <laughs> yeah. Where? Scoopy Radio. Overtime. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 